Welcome to Teacher's Ed. I'm your host, Edward DeShazer. This is a podcast made specifically for teachers. If you have not yet done so, please download this episode and hit that subscribe button for me so you don't miss out on another episode. Let's begin. In today's world, being a teacher can be empowering, inspiring, and can be very rewarding. But when you're going through college to get there, many times they don't tell you that it can also be frustrating, exhausting, and disheartening. If those last three words struck a chord with you, then this podcast is for you. Teacher's Ed was created with you in mind. Teacher's Ed was created to motivate, encourage, and uplift teachers to inspire you for the week ahead. Let's face it, teacher burnout is real. 40 to 50% of teachers leave before they finish their first five years. Teachers put so much of themselves into their job. They spend so much of their energy filling up the cups of others that many times their cups end up empty themselves. This is where Teacher's Ed comes in. It's my hope to fill your cup each week so you have an abundance to pour out into your students and classrooms. Normally, when a podcast begins, the first episode is a long introduction of the host. I'm going to keep my introduction somewhat brief so we can get right to it. I feel we are in an urgent time in the world, including the field of education, and me spending a full episode talking about myself isn't going to be beneficial for anyone. So again, my name is Edward DeShazer. I'm the executive director at Greater Holy Temple Christian Academy. Special shout out to our staff and students. Our school is a K-8 private school and we service some of the most incredible kids in Milwaukee. Many of our students come from underprivileged neighborhoods so the odds are already stacked against them. I've been in education for 15 years now. I started off as a gym teacher, then became a seventh grade teacher, and I slowly worked my way into administrative work and here I am today. I've been the executive director for the last six years. Admittedly, when I first got into administration, I wasn't an administrator I would want to work for. You could say I was closer to a dictator. Over the years, I've done a lot of self-improving and growing and nurturing of my leadership styles to adapt and better fit our staff. If you ask any of the staff that have been in our school for a long period of time, I can guarantee that they have seen the growth in me. When I look at my path, I truly believe I was destined to be where I am today. I was suspended from school for the first time when I was in third grade. Probably from then to 10th grade, I was suspended, let's say 40 to 50 times. Two days before my eighth grade graduation, I got into a fight and was expelled from middle school. I didn't even get a chance to be at my graduation. Within the first month of high school, I got into a wrestling match with our principal and I ended up hitting him. I spent the rest of my freshman year at an alternative school. Thankfully, my high school, uh, shout out to Nicolay High School in Glendale, Wisconsin, allowed me to come back. And once I returned there as a sophomore, I started playing football, my outlook on life adjusted, and my circle of friends changed. In a future episode, I'll probably go more in depth into the things that I've been through so you can better understand why I feel the way I am and why I am so passionate about what I do. But I said all that to say this, I will never sit here and pretend to be an expert in education or classroom management or restorative practices, but I'm very experienced. I was one of the most challenging students that would have entered your classroom. 
I know what worked for me and what didn't. So I like to use myself as, as an example a lot when working with students. The things that I'm gonna share with you aren't foolproof. Every student isn't a nail, so every student doesn't need a hammer. But I will try to give you the motivation that you need to give everyone, yourself included, 100% on a daily basis. I wanna transition into today's topic with a quote by FDR, our 32nd president. A smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. When FDR was president, we went through very similar times to what we're going through right now. We were going through the bulk of the Great Depression. He also led us through World War II. Very, very similar to what's going on today, there was a lot of uncertainty. There was chaos and life felt like it was flipped upside down. As educators, we need to take on the mentality of a sailor. Sailors can't control the waters that they navigate the same way teachers can't control what's going on today. But it's a sailor's job to adapt and adjust as the waters are leading them to do. Adversity is one of the most powerful forces in life. It can bring out your best or it can bring out your worst. Ultimately, that's going to be up to you. Right now, we can either embrace the adversity that we are facing or we can sit and hope that it goes away. But the reality of it is, this situation is not changing. More than likely, schools are closed until fall. So we can't just sit and hope, but we must embrace and do the best for our students. Right now, our students need us more than they ever have. As teachers, in a matter of a day, we went from calm waters to a full-on storm. For many schools, decisions to close and pivot into a virtual learning were made in a matter of minutes. For some schools, virtual learning is easy. You have parents that are involved. They have internet at home, they have devices, their parents are very well educated, but that's not the case for everyone. What I am learning, and I think what a lot of people are learning, is internet is a luxury. You know, we have families that don't even have internet and we want them to do virtual learning. But through this all, different schools are gonna have different obstacles. But as a teacher, how will you handle these obstacles? Will they be roadblocks or will they be springboards? Will this adversity turn your focus from getting better to getting bitter? Adversity plays a vital role in our growth and greatness, the same way as it does with any sailor. When you're dealing with calm waters, anyone can navigate. You can put me in a boat and I can row a boat in calm waters. But how do you respond when the water's rough, when the storms are coming? I'm not saying that when you're going through adversity, you should enjoy it. I'm saying that you need to embrace it and turn a storm into a source of strength. Through this all, we're going to learn a lot about ourselves as educators. We will learn a lot about our students and their support systems. We're going to learn a lot about the educational system, which I feel is broken in general. And we're also going to learn a lot about our leadership in schools and districts as well. A few things to remember so we can view adversity as a friend rather than an enemy. The first one is adversity creates resilience. Learning to pivot and adjust in these times are going to strengthen our will. They will help you build confidence and they're going to help you in the future when it's 
there's obstacles in front of you and you need to overcome them. A month ago, there were teachers complaining that they couldn't reach a parent. Parents were shipping their kids out, sending them to school, and they were turning off their phones when you need them the most, right? Well, now our hands are forced. We have parents answering our calls that wouldn't answer them before. We have parents' emails that we didn't have before. Think about how beneficial that these relationships you're building now can be in the fall when you also can add the face-to-face instruction. Adversity builds character. Some of my largest growths came from some of my biggest mistakes and lessons. I believe teachers and a lot of people are gonna learn a lot about themselves through these difficult times. You learn so much more through hard times than you do through easy times. It's a thing that I've always talked about even when I coached. You learn more about yourself in a loss than you do in a win. When you see locker rooms and teams are winning and doing well, everyone's great, everyone's happy. The moment you see teams start to lose is when you start seeing conflicts, you start seeing issues with with your teammates. So we have to remember that adversity is going to help you grow. It's not going to be easy, but we must embrace it. We have to accept it. Adversity is inevitable. It has been around as long as people have. It's a part of life. One of my best friends is a podcast, the Tate Wheeler podcast. If you get a chance, check it out. He does a lot of motivational um, things and he has a lot of great guests on his show. But in his first episode, he asked the question, are you a buffalo or a cow? This is a very fitting analogy for what we're facing today. And I'm even going to go one step further and ask, are you a buffalo, a cow or an ostrich? Sometimes when we're looking for advice, we have to look at nature. When facing a storm, similar to what teachers are facing today, we can respond one of three ways. A cow sees a storm coming and it runs away from it. Running the same direction as a storm, cows are slow. So they have to endure the storm much longer because to them mentally, they're running away from it. But in in actuality, they are running with the storm. An ostrich sees a storm coming and it buries its head in the sand and just hopes for the best. A buffalo sees a storm and embraces it. It runs directly towards it. The buffalo minimizes the time it spends in the storm and it gets to the sun on the other side much quicker than the other two animals. So as teachers, are we embracing this storm? Are we taking this time to find new and creative ways to connect with our students and our parents? Are we sending them encouraging videos? Are we trying to move the roadblocks so they have a more clear path? Let's take it one step further. Are we bettering ourselves through this storm? Are we developing habits that are gonna help us grow or hinder us when life gets back to normal? Life will get back to normal. Is what we're doing today gonna make us better, keep us the same, or make us work? One of the things I've suggested to our staff, and it's some little things that we can do to improve ourselves during this time. Take a walk, get outside, get some fresh air, find a good podcast, stretch, learn yoga, read some books. Many of us have additional time on our hands because we're not at work. For some of us, I do understand now your kids are at home and now you have to, as a 
teacher, you were in a classroom with kids. Now you're at home doing the same for your kids. So this isn't for everyone, but still you have to find time for you. Let's make sure that we're embracing this storm and finding ways to come out better on the other side than than who we were before. I do feel that when this is over, the world's gonna have a much better appreciation for teachers. Teachers, in my opinion, have always been one of the most unappreciated jobs. I feel families and students are gonna have a much different view when this ends because for the next month or two, they're gonna see what life is like without you. Let's make sure that when our students do return to us, that we are better than who we were when they left. But in the meantime, let's make sure that we're still connecting with our students. Let's find different ways using Zoom, Facebook Live, Google Classrooms, whatever we can do, let's make sure that we are adapting like a sailor and reaching our students the best that we can. Right now, there's gonna be a lot of kids that are falling further and further behind. We have to do the best that we can as educators to minimize that over these next month and a half, two months, however long that this endures. Let's just make sure over these next months that we are being intentional in all that we do and that we remember what our purpose is, and that's to be a world changer. Whether face-to-face or virtual, you are a difference maker. Teachers, I thank you for taking time out of your day to tune in. Please give me some feedback. If you enjoyed it, share it with your coworkers and your school community. Share it on Facebook so the word can be spread. And again, please subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. I'll leave you with this Gandhi quote. Strength does not come from winning. Your struggles develop your strengths. When you go through hardships and decide not to surrender, that is strength. Stay strong, teachers. Stay purposeful and stay positive. Until next time, take care.